Oh, I love I love these type of pods. Fuck yeah. Just these on the, the couch. The vibes. These are the vibes. Yo, I woke up this morning. Yeah. And have you ever woken up and you have like the like you just had to shit and your stomach's like bubbling because you ate every, some morning. Spicy stuff every morning? Every but morning. But like, but not not like the kind of stuff where like your stomach hurts though. Ah, uh, well, you ate some spicy shit. I ate shit? some spicy stuff. I hate that. What'd you have? I just had some like habanero stuff, like some hot sauce. I just used a lot of hot the sauce. The night before? Like the few days leading up. And I like for the last few days, I'm waking up being like, dude, I got shit. And then I'm shitting. Obviously, I shit every morning regardless, but like the kind of the one that cooked and it hurts. Well, at least I waited for the morning. The worst is like the middle of the night. Oh, my God. Like when I when I do Popeye's middle of the night, I'm just screwed like 4 a.m. Oh, fuck. But yeah, but no, I brought I you know. a gift, dude. What is it? Speaking about spicy stuff. I feel like I no, feel I'm like not doing do this that. on the pod. I am I not. Feel doing like, why that. not? <laughs> no fucking chance. I'm doing. We'll that. split it. Can we let's do it after the pod, maybe. Ah, uh, yeah, because I'm not drinking this pod either, so I don't really want to get involved in that shit. Maybe at the very end, keep the retention yeah, yeah, we'll going. Keep, we'll keep it for a little. Where'd you get that? <laughs> yeah, what? You're not gonna do half of it. You're gonna do half. You have some other bullshit. 100. percent I'll do half of it. They're doing fucking construction in the kitchen or what? What? The I fuck? think that's Jew. No. Yeah. What are they doing? This is no. She's washing dishes and shit. Dude, it's funny though because so we were fucking remodeling the kitchen. What's funny? The podcast. Well, we did this this idea just came out of I don't know where. Obviously, my gut I mean that's was like been up. a thing, bro. No, no. So your creative fucking senses, bro. Everyone's done. No, doing that. honestly, Nate just randomly found it at Seven Eleven. Oh, nice. To get water. Well, yeah. it's probably not gonna help your stomach. Listen, man. I honestly, I just want to know what. Wait, real quick. I not to cut you off, but okay, I said but, I was gonna do this. Okay. Uh, where the fuck is my baby thousand dollars? Where's what? You owe me a thousand dollars from the baby bet. From the oh, chain. That clip shit. came up yesterday. That's true. Where's my fucking money, bro? I'll sell to you right now. I don't think you want to go down that road. What? Are you going to pay your you, debts? Are you strong arming me? Are you going to strong arm me? Pay your debts. That's all I'm going to tell you right now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Pay my debts, huh? Are <laughs> you going like, to make do me something? do? Make, don't make me mentory this to TikTok, bro. <laughs> hey, <laughs> where's my fucking money, bro? <laughs> what? Where's Yo, my fucking I can't money? You went there right now. You fucked. You're fucked. That's no, fun, but I dude. need that. So could you sell it to me? Yeah, I will. I just because it's just like I got we shook you. hands. I've paid you and I've lost. So you you did. That's a fair one. I feel like you owe me money somewhere along the line, anyways. Though there's zero chance of that. No, no, I've paid for a lot of your shit. You have a lot more money than me. So I don't know if that's Trust actually me, true. I feel like I've I've for sure fronted you sometime in Miami at something. I paid for everything we did in Miami. I honestly, my card was the fucking company card for a long time there. I think Steve would disagree with that. No, because he started losing, forgetting his wallet too. He picked up your method. I swear <laughs> to God, bro. Dude, it's not that I don't have money. I just like, I use Apple Pay. Don't you use that shit? No, I don't. I always, I usually always have my wallet. Oh, really? And then we only go to Damn. places that don't take it. No, no. <laughs> that's not exactly true. Sometimes we go to places that take Apple Pay. I mean, honestly, it's, it is what it is. Shit just changes so fucking fast. Yeah. And that, that, that is an interesting thing. I think about the internet in general. I think a lot of people don't realize how much like shit just kind of shifts and like scheduling for people is gets so crazy. And I know like you've had experiences in, in like, in as far as like within the company and places you guys have gone. And I know there's been times where it's like, yo, we're going to go do this. And then 10 minutes before we're not going to do it. We're going to go do something completely different. And I think a lot of people aren't, aren't like always ready for that or aren't always stoked to be a part of that. Cause I've had experiences like that, even, even with like videographers that I've had who didn't want to, didn't want to travel like they were like no i don't even want to travel dude i don't even want to go it's i like, remember that and i'm like fuck you remember yeah, yeah i don't yeah. even say the name but uh <laughs> yo he's over there laughing you know it wasn't you it wasn't jacob it was a different guy and, and it kind of like puts a damper on the situation because like you, you'd want someone to be hyped to be a part of the things that you're doing the movement that you're making but i think it's a common thing that i think obviously people 
wouldn't understand that because they just see it from the side. I think I think you can always plan. I tell Gabe too, like you could, it's always nice to have a schedule. Like, sure, let's let's try to schedule shit out yeah. as much as we can. But at the end of the day, like I think what separates social media from like TV or something is like you need to be ready at all times to jump on yeah. an opportunity. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And like you got to look at your schedule and be like, fuck that. We're completely scrapping that. We're jumping on a plane. We're going here. We're doing yeah. this. Yeah. Yeah. I flew exactly. middle seat 17 hours to Asia between Gabe and a guy who's probably not as big as him, but pretty big. But Gabe probably lets you sleep on his shoulder. But for 17 hours, middle seat. Damn, that's a real one, Gabe. No complaints. Fucking, you got to do it. You got to yeah. do, do it sometimes, right? No, team, but he, team you're players, right. That's what we want around here. You're absolutely right, though. Like, you, it's, this is the kind of industry, too, where it's like, it's time is so important. If you're not doing things at a quick pace, it's like, the shit just passes you by. Like, as far as being relevant or, like, making content on top of topics, like, whether we're talking about current events, like, being able to, like, first hit these things is what's going to help someone, you know, grow or continue to grow or continue to maintain relevancy, popularity, whatever. Relevancy, like relevancy in terms of like what's going on in the media or whatever. Exactly. Yeah. That is so important for social media. Yeah. You know? Especially now, even more so with this kind of stuff, because this is like, who's going to want to see us come on here and talk about stuff that's like two years old? No. Unless it was something current that's like rehashing that, right? No one's going to. Even like, the podcast. Yeah. You can't really get that ahead. You know, maybe. Yeah what two to three max are spontaneous because after that it's like then something could happen in the news where it's like you want to talk about it right away and, you, and we then went, we didn't talk about it and it's like oh what the fuck that episode's now kind of irrelevant yeah, so exactly. even with the potted stuff because you can't you can't get too too ahead we yeah. went to croatia with when we went there we had no hotels booked like and so you do things when tate's really hot you do it in the heat of the moment you have to do it yeah you know wait, what i'm wait, saying isn't the spontaneous it, trips are what i think have been a huge success for us yeah with anything though too and then also i think if you're uploading a youtube video i think that if people are watching it on your social media like all week then when you put that youtube video up like in a timely fashion it's going to convert better to youtube too you let's, know what i mean yeah i think that when you're doing like let's say we went to croatia and then we didn't drop that video for a month it becomes stale like sure. i know when we were really really doing one a week like People see it on your Instagram story and, and then, then it was three days that, later it's yeah, on YouTube. Yeah. They're fucking watching that shit. Yeah. And they're just tied in the whole time. Yeah, I remember that. That pro like we were fucking traveling everywhere. We were like nonstop on the road. We were doing the road trips, all that shit. This was like two years ago. I I, I talked to Osgod too, and I don't even know how we did it. Yeah. I, I really like, don't. Like because I remember it was like you'd have to I remember we would watch the videos. It was every Monday, right? Every Monday. And then it'd be and like we'd shoot it. Yep. And edit it and post it in the same week. And I remember the sweat like leading up to that. And then everyone would kind of sit and watch the premiere. Yeah. And then it just the next day, it's like you had maybe oh, one back day to rest. filming. Yeah. And one it was day like rest. fucking sweat right all over again. And that shit's not for everyone. No. Like straight up. I mean, do, ha, so have you ever had anyone like, or have you dealt with anyone in, in the, in the business wise or like videographers? Cause I've had videographers who are like, I can't do this shit. People that like kind of just weren't, I don't know, weren't about it. I think. I think with this shit too, it definitely takes even new people that we hire. It takes them a second to really like figure out how fast this shit is moving. Yeah. You know, like the vets that have been around, they kind of, they know how it works, but yeah, we'll bring on like, let's say like a producer or something like that. And like, we'll give him an idea and he'll be like, yeah, I need like a month or something. And it's like, dude, no, nah, we got to shoot this like yeah, you got, in you two got days. Yeah. Like we want to post this in a week. So I think really just, the social media world, just, you just got to be ready to move yeah. and get off it's your ass. Traveling like, though, too, because like, you're drinking and partying combined well, in with that for the content. Yeah. Well, that's the specific t this this group as far as content. Well, I don't is think you can yeah. really compare anybody to to our group though, too. 
in the way that we move and do things. Yeah, like you don't really see I mean, you've else. been around it a lot enough. Yeah, bro, I've seen it all. I mean, you've been around, yeah, a lot. yeah, from uh, not from the beginning of Nelk, but definitely like the bringing on of Steve and like doing all that stuff. For, like it was about two years ago, I think, that we just like just started making a bunch of content together, and it's it's fucking insane. Like, because I remember parts of the videos where it was like we we have vlog stuff, and because I know you, I know you were all about like having those say, like you you didn't have a video, you don't want to have a video that was just all pranked all vlog, all or prank. all prank. You wanted to have a good balance, and then there's also like you needed to also include some of like the the vlog slash party stuff. And then the, so the drinking became relevant. Then it's like, you're trying to do all this stuff within a week. And I, people, I just do not understand that. And I, cause you couldn't, you wouldn't unless you were in it. And I at first was like, yo, this is insane. Like how the fuck am I going to start working out? And so I remember I would come to trips and be like, yo, as long as I could work out, then I'll do, I don't care about anything else. But yeah, I mean, I, I, I know for sure there was, it, it's tough. Like it's really, really tough super yeah. fucking there's tough. a there's a lot of shitty things about and I, I but in this podcast i don't want to sound like i'm complaining or anything nah, like that because nah. like i'm so fucking grateful to like be where i am yeah absolutely. like doing this in my opinion is like it's the dream job bro oh. like it's what i always dreamed of <laughs> like know. i'm seriously so happy like doing what we do yeah like i still enjoy it i love making videos i love doing this this is another yeah. fun thing now um I love the business shit too. Like, yeah. you know, launching this and seeing where it's at. It's all fun to me, you know? Yeah. But so I have a question about the business stuff. Did you like, like, obviously it's transitioned so much over the time, over the years. How did the, you know, I know the Jesse thing, like you, you guys parted ways. You like, I know that from what I can understand looking out, it's like looking into it. It's like everything was fine. Um, but how did it evolve as far as social media and like the requirements of, the filming, like the rigorousness of it and, and your guys' relationship together. Like, did it, did it change your relationship? Did it change like the relationship to the business or the, you know what I'm saying? I'm curious. You should start from the beginning, bro. I think, yeah, I think before we do that too, I just want to like, I think, I think one thing with me is like when I don't like address this type of shit, it's just because like, I don't know, maybe I have an issue with being more vulnerable about yeah. like stuff like that. Like obviously we saw what happened last week with the Bob shit. Yeah. And like, to me, I'll be honest, bro, like that really like like ate me up for like a whole week. The Bob like, stuff? Yeah. Why? Like though? like when when Bob posted that TikTok, like <laughs> I was just like, dude, what the fuck? Like it really like that to me was something that I like did not want to do and like I did not enjoy doing at all. Did the response thing. Yeah, I just don't like that's not what I really signed up for. Like I'm not here to do like drama shit or like talk about people that I considered to be friends, yeah. you know, yeah. like even if I felt like they've done me wrong, I don't really like going on social media and talking about that type of shit. Right. Bob is way different though. No, no. The Bob and Jesse thing is completely polar, polar, no, they're completely different. polar, yeah. polar, two totally different situations. But no, I think that's why one thing for me, I guess I got to get better at is just like, I guess, yeah, I mean, obviously the fans, you guys are so connected to us, they want to know. And I think if you don't say anything, yeah. then people just assume the worst, which I understand. Right. And, and I also, guess uh, I guess I do have a responsibility to like talk about shit. But like when Bob posted that TikTok, like, dude, for the for the next four days, like I was just like, I, I just can't, I, I was just like, I can't yeah. believe that he did that. And now that one was different because it was like, I have to kind of say something about this yeah. now. I Even though the, I didn't want to, you I know? think something that's frustrating, like from a, a like, 
because I know how viewers are. They just see what they see and they don't always understand the full story. Like I've had experiences in the past where like people just shit on me for their own benefit, period. Like or to like make themselves look good so that you look bad so that they sort of some sort of pull to them away from you. And like it sucks because I don't think most viewers understand that there's always so much more to a story than just what someone says. Like I, there's so many cases in which like obviously this happened to you recently, but I could say personally people have ran their mouth about me just for views, just for clout, just for some sort of selling some shit for to make themselves look good to make someone else look bad and it's it's unfortunate because it's it's never that simple it's never just like this is that cut and dry so there's always so much more to it and obviously like it can be uncomfortable to have conversations specifically with like about people that you do consider friends or have considered friends where it's like it does suck to be like damn because my whole thing uh even with the jesse shit and obviously we're both on the same page me and jesse are but I literally actually would always say, like, I never want a caller daddy type fucking like incident. Yeah. Like when he said that, and then just like all the hate that comes in was something that I've never really like experienced. Oh, you know? I've experienced that. And then you're reading all those comments, and like, I, the thing is for me, like, all our comments are like, oh, like your videos, fu this video sucks, this video's not funny, like, blah, 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 blah. But this one was different because it was all like, personal attacks on me yeah which um, i was not used to you know fans yeah. like you're a thing? snake like you fucked your boy like yeah and yeah. then you really start to like like you kind of like believe it for a sec when you're reading all that shit you're like you know so i had to like kind of take a step back and just be like yo like i know what i did in this situation i know i had no one had more fucking like love and like interest for bob succeeding than me yeah. Like, I feel like I fucking picked him out and gave him the best fucking opportunity possibly could have had, you know? So I get I it, man. I just feel like I've had an experience, but it, but like it that. sucked, bro. I didn't enjoy like even filming that fucking response video and shit. Like, I was like, dude, this is so fucking gay. Like, you have to at this point. But I had to, right? Like, yeah. yeah there was but, times like I experienced this years and years ago in the, in the fitness industry, and I never really responded something to it like properly. And I always kind of regretted that I didn't respond to it in a way that I should have. Well, I got you like there was act out of anger. No, there was there was a dude who just basically like lied on my name on a ton of shit about like his girl and all this crazy shit. Like I stole his company. None of this was true, and I I was I got called a snake. I lost. I I just hit a million subscribers on YouTube and I lost seventy thousand overnight. And he gained like a hundred thousand on his YouTube because my you YouTube lost was blowing up. Thousand YouTube seventy thousand YouTube subscribers Whoa, overnight. That's crazy. And I just hit a mil. And like it was like when my videos were going super viral, I just hit like uh, picking up girls at Gold's Gym, millions of views. Yeah. And this person came out and just made like a straight shit on me video, and I just had to deal with it. And I and I remember being like, I'm gonna be the bigger guy and not address it and not say all the details. And I realized that was one of the worst mistakes I ever made. Yeah. And it's it, but at the same time, like when I look at it from like the you know my hindsight now, part of me is like, in the long run, it, it's it's like it's all good because no matter what, like I just continue to do my stuff and be me. Regardless, yeah. though, I'm like what he said about the whole snake thing and being called like on these personal attacks. That was the worst part because people just instantly switched up on me overnight without even understanding well, dude, the other side of the that's story. That's the thing with the audience too is when only one person's talking, they're controlling the narrative. So exactly. people are just so quick to believe that side, yeah. and they're wondering when you don't when you keep quiet, it makes them think, okay, he's got a reason yeah. why he's not saying. Anything. But even but that's the crazy thing. Even and I knew that, so I knew that. But then I also knew if you say anything next, they just go, well, he's just saying that because he said that. Yeah. So it's like whoever goes first has the most power and that's the crazy part about it and the dynamic is fucked up I on think, the internet i'm glad that i think the bob situation was handled you handled it really well i think everybody agrees with that and i think it's it's good that it boys this episode is sponsored by shopify 
Shopify is an all-in-one e-commerce platform revolutionizing millions of businesses worldwide. If you're inspired to start a new business venture this year, you guys gotta try Shopify. Shopify is the only tool you need to start, run, and grow your in-person or e-commerce business without the struggle. Shopify is the global e-commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the, did we just hit a million order stage? Shopify's there to help you grow. So whether you're offering custom stickers from Shopify's in-person POS system or selling sunglasses on Shopify's all-in-one e-commerce platform, you are in good hands. By now it's clear, you boys know that I love Shopify. We've used Shopify's e-commerce platform from the very beginning to sell full send and happy that gear hosted on our website. My favorite thing about Shopify is no matter how big you wanna grow, it gives you everything you need to take control and take your business to the next level. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the US. They're truly a global force powering millions of entrepreneurs of every size across over 170 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning help is there to support your success every step of the way. This is a possibility powered by Shopify. So boys, if you're thinking of starting a business, doing anything, get something going, you can go to shopify.com slash full send and sign up for a $1 per month trial, period. So all lowercase, go to shopify.com slash full send and take your business to the next level today. It kind of ended, hopefully it ended in such a quick time. Like the Call Our Daddy shit yeah. went on for weeks. You know, this was like a kind statement. Of. Yeah, I think... I th- I, yeah, I'm really, I'm really happy the way that like what I said, and I think, you know, it's the truth really. So I think that's why people kind of backed us and, but I, I mean, I feel bad for Bob. Like, I don't know. I just, I love, Bob, I can't bro. help, but like, you know, we were such, I really did consider him one of my best friends. Me too. Like, I still do, but he, he certainly fucked up the situation and that one's kind of on him. I see a lot of shit. Like people will say something about us, like little jabs at us and stuff like yeah. that too. And I kind of just leave it alone because I don't want to be that person that wastes their whole fucking time responding to everyone and then you're always in this internet beef and shit like that. Yeah. You know? That's never been our thing. So I guess that's why I was kind of hesitant to respond. But That makes sense. But yeah. But honestly, it was actually like a huge like weight lifted off my shoulders, man. Because like, you know, everyone just like judging you and just having this like opinion on what happened. So for me to just go on and like clear it up, like I'm actually like really happy that I did that. And like people are able to see. Yeah. It's pretty wild if you think about it. Like instead of just communicating with Bob directly, you're opening it up for everybody to see your open conversation. Yeah. I mean, I guess it kind of is just, it's, it's, indic- the internet it's indicative now. of social media because it's like we've we it's we're not normal like uh people that you see like we like you saw a celebrity back in the day and it was like he's on tv he had no connection now that all the connection is built on the platform itself like people yeah. kind of like and this is something i'm realizing more people and more. feel involved they are well, involved. yeah they are they're like they have some sense of, sort of sense of entitlement which is kind of i'd be realistic. the same way too yeah like, well, well like i'm i i want to know what like you know when people yeah. have their little breakups well, or whatever you watch someone it's for like, years yeah you want to know what's happening mm-hmm. yeah I get it. I think it's just something I just need to just get better at, I guess. Is, the confrontation. Is confrontation and just, yeah, just kind of being, getting back to being more open, I guess. Yeah. yeah. Shit like that. I, it's, but it's kind of crazy, dude. This this actually happens a lot more than people think. Like creators, oh yeah. even in music, like people part ways at points in time and it just happens. Yeah. Like it happens very frequently. 
Well, I mean, things change, like goals change, like aspirations change, directions, people's lives change. Like I had buddies that worked for me who, who worked for me in a different way now because they had kids and they couldn't do the other things that we had planned. You know, yeah, it's exactly. Just, it's just like there's nothing in life that is just going to be exactly one way once you start it from beginning to end. It doesn't even work that way. Right. Like the Jesse shit, like that, how that evolved where it's like, I know that he was way more involved. And then like, I guess, I don't know if he kind of stopped from my perspective when I was looking in, I was like, maybe he stopped like doing the pranks because I'd be there I think, in the car. What did, what yeah. did you I think, see? What's well, that? I think, let me like, I think for that situation, I was always kind of waiting for me and Jesse to kind of say something together maybe, or like to do the podcast, you know, like I always thought that would be a good way to kind of let fans know like together. Yeah. Um, but I think after the Bob shit, um, I, I just feel more comfortable now just like talking, talking about it, I think. But um, do you I think did, the podcast has helped you with that though too, probably? Just talking I think so a bit. Yeah, I think so a bit, but um, you kind of have no choice now, dude. Yeah, and I think I think it's just like you know, um, but yeah, no, I always thought the podcast would be cool with Jesse, right? All, obviously, we see all the comments, all the fans yeah. want him on, but um, I reached out to him when he posted on his Instagram. He made like a thing saying, like he he sold his he's moving on. He sold his stake yeah. in Nelk and Full Send and all that. Um. And I just like once again just like kind of congratulated him and said like yo like congrats blah blah blah, and we were talking a little bit back and forth. Um, there's no bad blood at all. Like there's no bad blood on both sides. Um, but I asked him. I said, you know, obviously the podcast is there. Like if you ever want to do it, like when you're ready and stuff. Um, and he basically told me like yo bro like I'm down probably one day, but right now I'm just like extremely happy off social media yeah like com he's just not it doesn't seem at all like he misses the nelk life and like the fast-paced shit what kind of a fucking rat race this is yeah it is you know it is dude like, and overall. and honestly after like what i had to deal with last week i was like i kind of fucking envy him some like i envied him for a little bit yeah you know? do you like damn like do you think though, if let's say you got to that point where you you were just cool with not being on the internet, which someday obviously I I really want to be there, that you would then just never come back? Because I feel I like know. now with this type of content, it's so much more comfortable. Like I couldn't to what I like I like doing what I like doing what we're doing when we're doing it. Like to me, like I'm just I feel like I'm a natural like entertainer at heart. Like for me, I honestly love it. I love shooting something that like I came up with, shooting it, editing it posting it and getting a fucking amazing response from it yeah. like that feeling is like that's the best feeling to me that that for me is like what it's all about you know yeah so I, I don't know i feel like i don't know i think for me personally maybe i don't know if i'd always be doing the nelk type of shit but yeah. one day like it might transition to like writing a movie or writing a tv show yeah or like different but i feel like i'll never stop doing content yeah i know? feel like but it just weird. evolves yeah, well, there's some people that probably feel that way. Like this stuff, I feel like you could, I could do this shit. Podcast, you yeah. could do forever. Podcast, that's, that's, that's what's great about the We're pod too. Chilling, talking. It's amazing. It's the best. It is literally the best. Yeah, no, I think I think with the Jesse thing too is like it's obviously just a totally different situation than than Bob, where there's no, I don't know if there's bad blood between me and Bob, but like the Jesse thing was kind of like a mutual, a mutual separation, you yeah. know. Um, yeah, I remember. And I think. Go ahead. Yeah, I think that like, you know, people say like, you know, Nelk's not the same without Jesse, and like, I, I would agree with that. You know, like, no one can ever like. 
I, I think like what me and Jesse did was like, it's fucking unheard of, you know, like yeah. what we built together, even before we met Steve, I think Steve joined at like, I don't know what he joined at, but it's gotta be a few mil, yeah, you know, like years. we went, we went from fucking like broke to like successful Yeah, well, together. Dude, like I it's, mean, it's, it's, it's insane. This what, is the same. When did Jesse join the channel? How many subs were you at? So when I first met Jesse, I was at, so I, I had started the channel, right? And we were making videos, blah, blah, blah. And then I kind of started to take it more seriously. This one I like dropped out of school and I was at 30,000 subscribers on YouTube. So I was yeah. doing some of the pranks. Like we had done the like McDonald's one. Uh, that one's like funny. Um, and then Jesse had hit me up on like Facebook and he had, he, he used to be on an MTV show called careless teens. Yeah. He actually had like was on an MTV show in Canada. Um, so he DM me and said like, yo man, like I'd love to like shoot some stuff together, blah, blah, blah. Um, he pitched me a few ideas and then one day we like met up and we shot it. It was like a, you lit me on fire prank. So he said, he said he knew how to put a uh, gasoline on someone's arm. And then, like, we could, like, light it on fire without, like, injuring them and shit. What the fuck? Yeah, so so he would, like, go up beside someone and then put the gas on his arm and I'd light his arm on fire. And then he would, like, blame blame the person, like, sitting beside what him. The like, what the fuck? Do? You lit me on That's fire. That's pretty funny. <laughs> it was so um, reckless back then, dude. I love that. It was crazy, bro. Wait. Yeah. Was there any practice or did you just trust his knowledge on lighting you on fire and he just ran it? I think, I, I can't remember if I got lit on fire. No, No, we tried it out. It's safe though. We wore like three sweaters or like four sweaters. And, and you're you just padding it out? Yeah. Fuck, where's that footage <laughs> this is at? Hilarious. It's, on, it's on YouTube. I want to see this yeah. shit. Yeah, we can watch it. We but, should see if we can pop that dude, up. I mean, I think it's important for people to understand that, and you said it a little bit earlier, it, was, it would never be the same without him. But the reality no. is this, like, it's just like an artist. You think about everyone's like, oh, I want the old Kanye, the old Drake, whatever. Just it's go like, back, Gabe. Just go back. You can't make the same content forever. Like just naturally no, as a human, you have to evolve and things change. And like it, it has to evolve. What happened after that video? I wanted to go to LA. Yeah. So we were already going and then we just asked Jesse. We're like, yo, do you want to come with us? Like, let's film. Let's try to, let's try to just do YouTube shit, you know? Yeah. So he had said yes. So I pretty much saved up money. For, like I worked at a golf course like all summer. I remember this story. And just fucking saved up money. And then uh, we moved out to LA and we started uh, like filming, doing the pranks. And this is when pranks were like really popular. Um, and we hit a few like viral videos. We did the seven ways to compliment boobs. I don't know if you've seen that one. No. Where you're like nice rack. And then oh, the person behind, behind him holding yeah, like a yeah, yeah. That's classic. And then obviously the Coke prank. That was one of the biggest pranks. That's our most viewed video. Yeah. Um, we did that. But I think, yeah, and that shit was crazy. Like, you know, we started popping off slowly and stuff like that. And we were going back and forth to Canada too. So, because we didn't have visas. So yeah. we're pretty much six months in LA, six months Canada. Like going back to our parents' house too, right? Because yeah. we couldn't afford still to live by ourselves when you were in la weren't you wasn't there a time where you were staying with like the phase guys and stuff like that that was after after yeah so yeah wait you gotta tell us how what point are you at how many subs are you at at this point at this point fuck we're probably under 100k when we went to la fuck bro it's a journey years ago going yeah years ago this is fucking six seven what do you think it is 2018 yeah i don't know bro search up when the coke prank was uploaded yeah i've been doing fucking youtube for like eight nine years now it's fucking been forever dude 
I know some people are like, you guys blew up quick. I'm like, like, bro, shut the fuck up. Yeah, no, it's it's always, <laughs> but it's always you see it now. That's why they just yeah. see it now. They go, oh, they're popular. 2015. Yeah. That's when we uploaded it. So probably seven, eight years, right? Yeah. Yeah, I think it started end of 14. Holy shit. And yeah, we were going back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. And then this was before the cloud house. And I think like, I think one thing that, and we were doing like crazy pranks at this time too, right? Yeah. Like we're fucking, I'm 19, 20. Like I don't give a fuck. I was not scared of getting arrested one single bit. Yeah. You know, like we felt like invincible, I think. What was the craziest one you ran at that point? I feel like the Coco was the craziest then, I mean, prank, dude. They were well, in Mexico, like, pretending they had coke. Like, Yeah, I mean, that's fucking nuts. But anything else that, like, didn't go as viral or didn't air? I mean, I could scroll back here, I guess. Because the level of savagery was for sure different back then. Oh, Bro, I mean, just on YouTube in general, like, what they allowed was completely yeah. different back then. And this would have been around the same time, like, pranks were probably the most popular thing on YouTube, too. What were you doing were at this point? I was doing fitness shit. Straight up just, like, workout videos, like teaching people how to fucking work out i was i was training fussy tube and shit like i gotta keep can you just that's how i got that started part? on youtube you pay me my thousand i didn't pay you anything no, i haven't okay. looked at my phone yet still i mean just a bunch of shit like we were doing all the like this is like during like all the fake employee pranks right yeah yeah so like fake walmart fake starbucks um this and all the college videos like right. dropping out of college like this is when big college you know we were like 21 sure. or whatever all that type of shit um but I think, yeah, I think um, like when, when you think of Nelk, like me and Steiny were saying, like, and I was telling you, it's like Nelk is like partying and drinking or no, first Nelk is pranks yeah, and then drinking and partying and traveling. That's kind of what, when we really got big is yeah. like, that's what it always was. You know, even right. when me and Jesse were in the car, like roadieing around and stuff, like we were drinking, we were partying, we were doing pranks. Yeah. And I think... I think the first thing that really started to affect them, and this is like a long time ago too. I don't, it's not really anything recent. Jesse. Yeah, I yeah. think I think was like, and and it even became more difficult for me was the pranks, right? Because you're doing these savage ass videos, and you're always trying to like one up yourself every single week, every single time too, right? And there was a video we did in Toronto, um, and we got we got arrested for it, um. It was pretty stupid. I could, well, was I could tell you. Yeah. So it was, it's always the pranks that are like the most harmless ones that you get arrested for. So All the stupid. savage ones you never get arrested for. So we had like 10 pizza boxes like this, mm-hmm. like taped up. Mm-hmm. Oh, and then yeah. we were just going to people's doors and being like, hey, did you order pizza? It's literally stupid, right? Like it's not even that funny. How would you get arrested for that? So the lady, maybe. the lady had come out of her house. Like she chased us out after and she was flipping out us, flipping out us. Flipping out on us, like screaming at us, going crazy, like what the fuck? Blah, because blah, you blah, knocked blah, on blah. her door and said, "Yeah, but what happens yeah. when they say I didn't order the pizzas? You just keep going." Yeah, we just keep going. Just oh, like, okay. oh. like it wasn't anything crazy though. But then she had come out. She saw that we were filming, so she's like, she snapped and oh. gave this crazy reaction. And I, at the time, I had this business card from this barber in my wallet, and it was like sitting on the like cup holder, and it said George Hennon on it. So she, she, I guess she saw that the, the the business card, and she's like, "I know who you are, George Hennon." What? And it became, fuck? yeah, it became a huge yeah. meme. Yeah, like that's... it became the biggest. All the OGs are laughing right now. It became the biggest meme on our channel, and like we what kept, we made like we made like a beat with it. Like I know who you are, George Hennon. 
George. Well, you had a fucking beat? And we made like shirts with it and shit, like missing. And there was this whole thing like, yo, who's George Hennon? Who's George Hennon? Yeah, that's hilarious. And it was a barber. uh, It was a barber. And I actually didn't know that the business card was in my wallet for, for the longest time. I thought she just so said you George like, Hennon. Yeah, I was like, who the fuck is George Hennon? <laughs> and then, so, so we kind of made it a meme. And then, but in the video, we blurred her license plate. We blurred her address. We blurred her face. Like we completely protected her identity. But somehow fans still found out where she lived. And they started calling her in the middle of the night. And like oh, some people oh. even showed up to her house. They're like, George Hennon. I think it was just kids down the fucking street, to be honest. But- Anyways, they charged us with criminal harassment and like mischief oh, over so, five thousand so dollars. Come to your, your house. So the cops called us, and they basically said, "Hey, like, come turn yourselves in, or like you're being charged. Like, come turn yourselves in, or you know we're gonna come get you guys. It's gonna go better if you come turn yourselves in." So we went and we turned ourselves in, and you guys yeah, both we, got arrested and we both got arrested yeah and it was so they took us to like it was downtown toronto too so we're from mississauga mississauga probably would have been a little lighter yeah but it was like downtown toronto it's pretty it was pretty scary from what i remember and but then you had to pay that money both you guys had to split it or we well then we had to get lawyers and if you guys know anything about court cases it's not fucking one week two weeks yeah, one month this shit takes a fucking forever. at least a year yeah, yeah. anytime you get a charge it take, it's going to take at least a year, right? So cool. we're dealing with this all year, and now we have this charge. Yeah. And I think we were facing up to like like a few months in prison, right? What the fuck? And no matter what any, because this lady was also like a rich-ass doctor too. She's a female. She's like a doctor. Oh, she, she was pressing an issue. Oh, yeah. Yeah. 100%. Like you could tell she had some pull with the police. Um, So we're like, fuck, you know? We didn't really know it was going to go down and shit. Yeah. So that, I think after that, that was one thing that I think, you know, it caused me stress. It's actually kind of impressive because there's a lot of people that probably would have quit at that point. Yeah, but I'm telling you, my mentality back then was like, I'd rather fucking go to jail than fucking fail this shit. Yeah. Like, I was like, I was all in it. Like, I was like, I don't give a fuck. Like, let's post the video that we got arrested and let's keep going. Yeah. That was my mindset. So what happened after all the lawyer fees? You guys just were like, all right, let's... That, that case was still going on, but then we also had to keep going to the States Oh, shit. Yeah. So every time we were at the border, the charge would pop up. Wow. Yeah. And like, I know that like obviously caused us a lot of anxiety too. And it was like one time they almost didn't let us in. Like they questioned us for like an hour and then it was up to one guy. Like the guy's like, all right. He's like, bro, like you just make the call. And the guy's like, all right, like go. <laughs> Fuck it. And that was like, that's we, pretty we crazy that they it. let you travel. They'll usually take your passport. Yeah, I mean, but we we couldn't stay in Canada because we would have been fucked, right? Like yeah. we it's we had to go back to L.A. And when Canada's like Canada's like extra strict with stuff, apparently. Well, well this was the U.S. government though. Oh, okay, coming well, into in the country with a to Canada, I'm just saying, like yeah. this whole passing yeah. and, and going in and out. So then we're going back and forth, still like you know traveling with the charge, and then, um, we we beat that one. We got it dropped. I had to do. We both had to do 150 hours of community service. At a food bank. I mean, this was the real kicker. After that was then, because time goes on, we're crushing it, we're crushing it, traveling, doing the same shit. Um, And then he he got arrested in Ohio. I remember that. So what he did for that one is, uh, this one's hilarious too. He dressed, we dressed him up in a white suit and poured a bunch of fake blood on him. And then he had a shovel and he went into the bookstore and said is there any books for how to bury bodies for dummies? (laughs) 
right? And then I guess a bunch of people laughed. Like we weren't even getting good reactions. Like people didn't believe it. They're like, haha, like you're kidding, right? But I think a bystander saw it or something, like probably some nosy Karen or some shit. And she called, she called the cops. Yeah, of course. And then we're chilling out, vlogging with like a few fans, like giving out merch and stuff, and fucking like six cruisers pull up. And I mean, like, imagine getting fooled like, by oh, that too, though. Shit. Huh? Like you have to be a Karen to like I just actually what that, believe that and call. I just wonder what that phone call was like. There's a man with blood all over him saying he's shot over his body. Yeah. Hey, what? I know. So, so did they did, pull up like guns drawn then? No, they they pulled up and they're like, oh, like what's going on here? Blah blah blah. And we basically told them like, yo, we're just it's just a joke. Blah blah. Is this blah, in blah, Toronto or in California? Or Ohio, Ohio. Like Columbus, okay. Ohio. Okay. Ohio. You got to pay attention. You, you you get it next time. No, there's a lot. No, I just shut the fuck up, bro. Sorry, dude. Sorry, yeah. Shut up. So, okay, I go apologize. ahead, Kyle. Sorry to have this. <laughs> what's, the what's, the, story? what's the comment Guy for that up now? Guy shows up in his PJs. should just sit back and let Brad do the whole interview. Just listen. Just listen. If you listen, <laughs> no, I'm saying you that's got what it. they're commenting. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, dude. Dude, I love you, bro. Nah. How does this make you feel? Pay me my money. Hey, how does how does this make you feel? Sad. Okay. Okay. Anyways, let's get back to this story. This is interesting. So when Columbus, did you, when did you so start? Six people pulled up and they're like, uh, "Yeah, we told them that was just a joke," and they were very pissed off. Yeah, because I guess it was uh, I don't know. They said it was inducing panic, and I think uh, like even like a helicopter had come and shit. Like they took the obviously they took the threat really seriously. Yeah, like I they mean, thought it was a real thing. They thought there was a murderer there. Yeah. So like they fucking they took him away right on the spot. Oh, he must have been stressing, bro. Yeah, in Columbus, Ohio. Did they too. see the cameras? Apparently, apparently the area that he was arrested was like one of the worst areas too. One yeah. of the worst like jails to go to yeah um and he was in there overnight and then they like, were like don't drop the soap or what i don't know they just took him away <laughs> I, I was yeah, shocked it's funny for you because you're gonna fucking flourish in jail i would do well dude. you're gonna get dapped up and They'd fucking like, probably run it <laughs> yeah lucky fuck any drugs <laughs> wait so is he he goes to jail solo no one else gets in trouble no yeah they took him and so then, he comes uh, out then and he's like so he was, he was in there shit. for like a night or some shit yeah. Um. We had to like get him a lawyer. Like I was making calls, fucking got him a lawyer and shit. And we met up with the guy, and he got Jesse out the next morning. And then after that, I really noticed, like, all right, clear, like obviously too, right? Like, yeah. After that, now you have now he's we don't have visas too, so he's basically in the states. Um. He didn't know if he was gonna get deported or what was gonna happen, right? Yeah. Um. Yeah, and I think I think that was like a big moment. After that, I don't think he was enjoying doing yeah. the pranks as much, right? And like this is like still primetime savagery Nelk, you know? Yeah. Like I, I just remember kind of after that, it, it was it seemed really tough for him to like kind of participate in like a lot of the pranks that we were doing, you know? Yeah, like I remember some of them like like a fake pilot one. Like I don't think he was even down to be a part of that at all like that's where we dressed up as pilots and like went in the airport and like pretended to drink it's fucked bro. That, like it that, fucked you know why shit. that one's fucked because federal laws are like really serious bro, when you're in an airport that one's it's federal fucked. It's like, dude that one's fucked yeah you're really because you can like not they can put you on a no fly who did that one then, just you or me steve and i think danny mullen <laughs> <He's> steve yeah <laughs> Yeah, fuck. But bro. we didn't go. We didn't go past security, so we stayed in the general area. Okay. Yeah. So it's not like still fucked though, bro. Yeah. That like I don't know how we had the ball. That's fucked. Yeah. Who came up with that one? I don't know. Probably comments. Like do fake pilot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right? No, for real. At this time too, we we're still going back to Canada, 
back and forth and this charge was now showing up on his thing and stuff like that. And we were also applying for visas at the same time. So I think after that arrest was when it was really like kind of tough for him to, to do the pranks. And I think yeah. slowly, you know, he would try to do it, but I think just like, I just think that it was too much of a risk for him. You know, he, he yeah. I think he always wanted to see himself living in the United States too. So yeah, to, imagine to, he got banned. Yeah. yeah. To risk that and fuck that up, I think was something did that you, just wasn't really, you know, down to do. Yeah. Did you guys ever think sense. about changing up the content? We did. I mean, we tried, we had like a moment where we were like kind of doing like skits and stuff like that. And yeah. like, obviously when Nelk became really big is when we st- did more vlog too. Sure. But um, people want to see pranks. They still want to see pranks. Yeah. Um. I mean, but yeah, we, we tried doing skits like a little bit. Yeah. And like people did not fuck with that really. Yeah. Like I one episode that. I remember was like, it, I renamed it to This Video Sucks Horn. Yeah. I, I, like, I, that's, a, it's yeah, still the video. title. It's called This Video Sucks Horn. It's the worst video on our channel. Yeah. Go watch it. It's it's funny. I remember that. I remember when they were yeah. like starting to fucking just be like, fuck this. You yeah. suck. We want pranks. Yeah. The video's garbage. Like, if you watch the video, it's so bad. It's, I don't know what the fuck we were thinking. But, um, but, but you yeah. also got to try shit though too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It yeah. is what it is. It's kind of funny now. So where were you, where was the relationship at at that point when the skits you started changing or trying to? Um, that was when we had moved into our first LA house officially, which was the Fredonia house. That, oh that shit! First okay. house. So that that's when we had moved into there, um, and that's when we hired like more editors because we were doing every week. Yeah, I remember. We hired like three editors, um, and we had like. 20 people living in that house. I remember that. Like the, there was one room with like six people. It was like a complete fucking like Nelk shit show frat house. Yeah. Like it was a complete dump. Like boxes everywhere, fucking clothes, like darts, beers, fucking Yeah, like, place was a shit. It was an absolute dump. This is after you guys lived at my house for like a month. Yes. Yeah. This, this is before we moved in. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. Oh, damn. Who all lived are- there? Kyle, Steve, and Jesse? At my house? Yeah. It was just uh, Kyle and Steve. Steve. Nice. Jesse, yeah, Jesse was always, he just kind of always, to, to me, felt somewhat like so. So I think, I think why he didn't come for that was because of his charge. Yeah. He was still in Canada, right? I think I think his charge, like, so then once, once you get your charge, once you beat the case, then you got to get your charge wiped. Otherwise, it still shows up, right? Cleared, yeah. So he had beat it, but then it wasn't officially wiped. And I guess he didn't really feel comfortable. He didn't want a chance crossing the border, I guess. Yeah. Oh, so, so he's in Canada at this point. This is two yeah. years ago. So I kind of... That's funny, like, you know why? I had to go and kind of keep the uploads going, right? I just yeah. remember, you know what the same time was happening? is you, you and Steve went on Bob's podcast. Oh, yeah, with the 905 shit. Yeah. yeah. This was uh-huh. at that same time, right when you moved into Fredonia. He, he was really a guy, if you know Jesse, that like he, he likes his alone time and For he likes sure. his space. And like he just likes to like, he likes to mellow out and chill and and be alone when he's not working, you know. Yeah. And I think that house was just like way too chaotic as well for him. And that I think he sense. had made plans to like maybe move out and like kind of live on his own. Yeah. At the same time that we're living in the house, I think this is when Jesse, uh, you know, he kind of slowly stopped like coming out with us at night and stuff like that, and like stuff like that yeah i remember and then um that's when he like made the decision to like go completely sober yeah 
So, which, which again, like that's like an individual choice. And like, I would, I think it's great that he like decided to do that, you know? Yeah. Like that's, there's nothing I can really say about that. Um, but when he decided to go sober was kind of the time that we were working on happy dad. Right. So at that point, like I kind of knew like, damn, like he's not, I I knew he wasn't going to be able to obviously do the things that me and Steve are now doing. You couldn't sustain it. Well, there's no way he could be involved in, you know, doing all the stuff for happy dad that, that me and Steve are doing right now. Going to liquor stores, going to liquor stores, doing tastings, like pulling up at bars three nights in a row. You literally can't do it if you're sober. You know, like it's, it's not, no. And it's not, it's not a place that, you You know, someone, yeah, that that you don't No, It's not somewhere you want to be around when you're sober. Yeah. Right. So we kind of started doing the happy dad stuff and we launched happy dad. Um, and, me and Steve started doing all the stuff like the bars and you know, when you own an alcohol company, it's, it is, there's drinking involved, you know? And sometimes it's not always, it's not always something I want to do either too. You know, like sometimes it literally is work. Yeah. So I obviously totally get why Jesse couldn't really like be a part of that, you know? Um, and I think at that same time too, yeah, I think he just realized like, yo, I'm not really happy doing all the stuff that's like required to with the Nelk lifestyle. Yeah. I mean, it makes sense. People grow. Yeah. So fucking I think, well, dude, I think, uh, the lifestyle for a lot of people would be tough. You gotta be cut some type of way to do this shit, bro. Without a doubt. That's the thing we're saying, like the fast pacedness of it, like regardless, I don't think that Jesse couldn't necessarily do it. I just think his, like these goals or things he wanted in his life started to like not align with it. I think he could still do it if he wanted to. I think he was just fed up with like even, yeah, and then and we went to South America. We did like a big kind of like we did Europe. Yeah. Um, and he decided that like he wasn't gonna go on that trip. Yeah. You know, obviously, like like at, just after being sober too, I guess it was just I don't know. It was just too much for him, right? I can't really speak on exactly how he was feeling. Yeah. But I just noticed that he just didn't really want any part of like the Nelk videos. Yeah. It wasn't he wasn't enjoying it anymore, and I think he kind of pushed himself to the limit. Um, so he, he kind of wanted to do, he decided he wanted to kind of help more with the merch and like doing the designs and stuff like that. Um, so he did that for a little bit and then that's when he launched his own channel, Shithole. Shithole, I remember. And, uh, that started kind of as like behind the scenes of what he was doing with the merch and stuff like that. Kind of like a reality show type vibe. Um, and then he kind of switched it up into more like an MTV punked type style show I remember with that. like more production and pranks and stuff like that. Did, did he ever ask you for input or advice on that kind of stuff or was yeah. it just completely? Yeah. Okay. Like, especially at the beginning, like helping with like, Oh, what's the title going to be for the first video and yeah. stuff like that. Like, you know what I mean? You're right. Helping, helping it launch it a little bit, but it, it was mostly him, but he did ask me for some advice. Makes sense. Um, did you know it was going to go in this direction? Like ultimately he's going to do his thing. You were going to do yours. I mean, at the end of the day, the Nelk show had to go on, right? Yeah, I think I think he was just really focused. Like he was really happy, and he was really focused doing like the shithole show. And it seemed to me like he was like just way happier doing that. That's great. You know? Like there was no traveling, there's no drinking, there's no. It was on his time. It was on his schedule. Yeah. He could kind of sustain like a healthy lifestyle, and also 
kind of do the content that he wanted to do as well. Right. You know? Um, yeah, I just think, I think he saw like his future, like being more in sure. that style and like that, that lifestyle. I mean, it makes sense, dude. Yeah, it does. It's, it's, it's the shit's not for everyone all the time forever. Yeah. You know, I mean, like we were talking earlier, like you may even evolve into something else where like maybe you're not doing the same things that you've always done. Cause I was always curious, like to me, it looked like Nelk, um, the concept of it, like the, the, the group and the videos, the style, like the banter stuff, it could continue to be like, oh, not, not necessarily a network, but like a continuation. Like there could be another group that continues that kind of style if it had some sort of like maybe direction. I always considered you the guy that like maybe you'd just be like directing the next group of guys who could continue that. Or And I've always been curious. I always wanted to ask you this. Or do you think when you stop doing it, it's done? I don't know. I think it's just kind of evolving now too. Um to where, I don't know, I think we can kind of, it just might be less uploads because now I'm at that point now where it's like, I don't want to just like rush to put out like a shitty video. I, I feel like we've done our time with every every week. Like we're trying to put out as many YouTube videos as we can, obviously. Right. You know? Love making videos. But um, I think now it's more just like kind of like our life as well as some pranks and some trolling. Yeah. And I think... I think we're always going to live a pretty crazy life and we're always, I'm always going to still enjoy doing some type of pranks. Yeah. You know, I can't do, even now I, I'm in the same position that Jesse was is like, bro, I don't have the balls that I used to do with yeah, like these different. crazy ass pranks. Right. Yeah. Like I look back at what we used to do and I'm like, dude, the shit me and Jesse were doing before. And even when Steve joined us, fucked. Like, yeah. Yeah. Well, dude, can you think it's of crazy. any creator who's doing the same thing they were doing 10 years ago? Yeah, that's that's also the moral of the story. Is like you also can't even the platforms itself. I don't even think they allow certain things to be on the platform like they used to. Yeah, like it's always going to change at some point. It's all evolving. That's this whole thing. I mean, this whole thing is living, right? Like social media is still so brand new as a whole. Yeah. So it's like just, but I guess I meant like, are where you're not involved anymore? Yeah. Or like, would you like consider something? Completely I don't. It'd be a tough choice to let someone else upload on the Nelk channel. Yeah. Like I would. That shit's my baby, right? So you have to move off somehow. But maybe I, I'd even probably as make a different channel for them or some shit. Ah, uh, okay. You know what I mean? Not so you, you let it, you let it die. Then I mean, why? They had to die. Yeah, but I mean, you could take six months off and drop a fucking banger video. That's true, right? Yeah. Like, but I mean, like when you're thirty-five, you could still make videos. Still do the podcast. Of course, the podcast. I'm saying that's separate. I'm saying Nelk and the concept of Nelk and you're what still Nelk uploading on Bradley fucking your four channels. Thirty-three. <laughs> Yeah, but I mean, who knows? Where am shit. I going to be when I'm 35? Maybe Happy Dad's like fucking one of the biggest alcohol brands, and, and like my life is still going to be. You can like, still do whatever you want. Crazy, yeah. right? Like yeah. I'm sure we're still going to be going to fucking UFC fights, and yeah. like, yeah. I, and I think you just film that, and I think you just you just kind of evolve it too, right? Yeah. Especially with the pod, we're going to be meeting cool people all the time, and yeah, that that's the way I see it. I see it as just you're kind of uploading a little less, and you're only putting out kind of what you want. Yeah, I mean, social media is so cool because it's like it literally can grow with you and your audience can grow with you. And then you could even, I mean, even. Well, you know what, too? We're talking about it. I don't mean to cut you off, but I'm going fine. to. It's fine. But like even look at, we talked about Mr. Beast, YouTube shorts becoming so big. Like that means maybe you don't have to film as much content. Make it easier on yourself. Yeah. And also even Mr. Beast, we're talking about. I'm that excited whole, about that. That yeah. 18 plus thing. Obviously, it's not a real thing, but like. Even Mr. Beast at some point, like we were talking about his evolving, like he's not going to film that same exact thing forever, right? It's going to evolve. Our some... shit's already totally different. Yeah. If you go back to the shit that was six yeah. years ago, like 
it was completely different. It has you know? to. That's the and point. I, and though. I love the old shit. Like, I'm with the OG fans. Like, when I go back and watch that shit, I'm like, damn, that shit is fucking jokes, Funny bro. as fuck, yeah. yeah. But I also personally, I personally love our new shit, too. Yeah. I just think it's two totally different things. Yeah. But I think at that point, too, when, you know, it was clear to me that Jesse was not happy being involved in Nelk, that's when me and him started talking about, you know, Exiting. things and and... And him saying like, yo, I'm I'm kind of down to like officially, like you know, exit, exit. Yeah. So we pretty much we pretty much agreed on a number, and and that was it. Yeah. But, um. Yeah, we pretty much agreed on a number, and he basically got a fat check. Chilling. And can you say what that number is? Nah, no, okay. I'm not gonna say it. But okay. uh, and then he also owns like, well, I got leverage guy over here. Yeah, I yeah. No, I understand. No, I'm, not, I'm not gonna say that. Um, and he also owns a huge piece of Happy Dad too. Oh, that's that. So that's, that's like in a few years too, if if that does sell, um, or whatever we decide to do with that, like that's another. Yeah, but I think I mean he posted on his his social media and he pretty much said like, "Yo, like I enjoyed it, like I loved it, and yeah, for me it's just it's I and I get where he's coming from too, you know, like I totally understand because." There, there's parts, there's times to me where I'm like, pro, like, I don't want to do this sometimes, you know? I've woken like, up a few times. Like I, yeah, it's just like. And like, how the fuck have you done this for so long and how do you still do it? Yeah. But I don't want to sound like a pussy, like complaining about it. Because I know everyone not. fucking works hard. Everyone has to fucking work. But just like anything else, you know, it's 95% fun. And then there's that 5% where it's like, fuck, man, like, this is not fun and it's like shit like the bob shit for me or like other drama dumb shit like that right. or like it's it's always the shit that you never signed up for yeah. that comes with it that it's like this is part of the game bro well i've talked about it before and it's it's relevant people only see what they're given right but there's so much more behind the scenes that happens it's just like it's a part of this whole thing and it's also like everything in life is not as we talked earlier it's not supposed to be easy that's not the stuff that's going to make you better like the gym is a great example like i said it's hard. You get better. This yeah. stuff, like you deal with stuff, you get better. All this stuff is is supposed to be challenging. Like, but you're right. I mean, I think people are fed this idea that, you know, if you love what you do, you don't work a day in your life. And I think that's absolutely bullshit because I do believe like I'd rather be doing something that I love my entire life and, and that feeling like work even when it needs to be or because it has to be versus doing something that I don't love. But I think people have this idea that they just they're going to stop working but it's also not true because no matter what like if it revolves around like money and other people like you have to make things work you have to like continue to go and it's tough sometimes yeah, especially with people it's tough there's ups and downs in everything you do absolutely i think it's accepting I, that it's i honestly important. like admire like i think that that took like a lot of fucking courage for him to like step away for sure like to really like like put yourself first before like and there's also uncertainty this, in this it. game, like, you know, but, but like to be able to be like, you know what, like I'm done, I'm not happy doing this yeah. and like not have that FOMO of like, oh fuck, like, are they going to do this without me? Or are they going to do this and that? But so I, I admire like his courage to just kind of be like, yo, like I'm going to live my life the way that like I want to live my life and I'm not going to let like comments or fucking people's opinions yeah. get in the way with that, yeah. you know? Good for him. I agree. Yeah. It's fucking hard, bro. Because I think, too, one thing I want to say is, like, people think that we're making all this money, too. But me and Jesse, personally, the whole time, there's money that goes into the Nelk account, and then there's money that goes into your personal account. Yeah, no, I get it. So that was the other thing, too, is me and Jesse weren't 
personally cashing out like everyone thinks we were. Yeah, I get it. The amount of money we were spending on videos and everything was just like money in, money out. Just, I totally get this. Like, like my money. It's fucked, right? Like yeah. I don't think we took money out of the company for like a year and a half once. Besides a little salary, like no merch commissions, no nothing. Like, yeah, yeah. And I think whatever he does next is going to be, it's going to yeah. be good. He's a very creative guy. Yeah, he's super creative. He's a smart guy. Funny motherfucker. Funny bro. guy. Yeah. Like <laughs> yeah. just you know, Nelk will never be the same without without Jesse, right? Yeah. Like he was a fucking. It was me and him that pretty much. Yeah. Started yeah it's it. not supposed to. be. I mean, be, no. Yeah. To his credit, too. Like I gotta say, I didn't even really know him that well because when I joined, he was. You guys were kind of doing your own thing, but because of him, we're able to do this too. So. Appreciate that. Yeah. I mean, all this, all this is like, like I said, different phases. Yeah. It's dope as fuck. I'd love to, honestly, I want to have him on my podcast and talk to him now. I just, this whole thing made me think about it. I think that'd be good. And yeah, I think, yeah, the reason I just always thought it'd be good to just not, I mean, I said what I could, but obviously I can't speak on what he was going through. Right. Yeah. I can't speak on it. I can only kind of say what I, what I witnessed and what I was going through too, as well. You know, those, those pranks and it was the Nelk lifestyle. <laughs> yeah, I remember. It's not yeah. fucking easy sometimes, bro. Like, it's a fucking, it's nonstop, right? No, oh, I mean, yeah, especially when you're getting fucked with. Not, not that easy. I don't know. Was that like a year the only one getting fucked with thing? Or I don't know no, if you remember the like, two years of Steve calling me a drug dealer. And well, I was no, I'm relating to you. Joke. I mean, I'm relating to you. Are you? You know what I went through. Okay. Right? Yeah, I've been there. Yeah. I've been there. I think we got to do like a, we, we got to do like a full like Nelk reunion one day. Yeah. That I, I, I was going to ask you, you think, you think that you'll ever do a video again? You and Jesse? Yeah, I mean, I, th- I mean, I, I'm, I'm obviously down. I think that, Yo. yeah, I think, I think, like, like I said, I, I messaged Jesse and he just, I think he's just chilling, bro. Like, you gotta maybe I think more. Yeah. But imagine though, like, just content wise, the fans, listen, imagine like we did like just one, one more road trip. <laughs> like, dude, they just one. It. They would just love one. that shit, bro. That'd be insane. MTV Pat. Yeah. Dude, that'd be lit. Pat, I miss Pat. Too. I love Pat. Pat's he, a beauty. He's always he's so nice, man. He's, he's always in my DMs like, yo, you're doing great. Yeah, I'm proud Pat's of you. a beauty. He's a really, really good guy. Yeah, man. But I think it's just, yeah, I think there, there's got to be something at some point to have some sort of like little reunion thing. I yeah. think it'd be fun. I think the bottom line is just like, yo, this, even like people behind the scenes and too, like this lifestyle, bro, is not for everyone. No. Yeah. You know? I think people, like I said, people just have a different perception of it because they just see it, what it looks like. And like we're on camera and it looks easy. We're sitting on couches. Obviously, like this is this is probably the easiest content I've ever done just because I'm naturally like, I guess, a talker. But all this other stuff, man, like there's how many trips and how many bus rides, and how many car rides to this to go shoot that. Like, I remember when we got chased out of that bowling alley. Oh, my God. And a guy God. came out with a gun and we're like, everyone's ducking in the fucking car because we're not trying to get fucking clipped. Like... Bro, that was insane. Insane. Like we went to that alley. Where was, was that? It was in the middle of nowhere in like in a place. It was Idaho? in uh it was in Idaho. It was in Idaho in a place where like was that where Drewski was there too? Drewski was there, but he okay. wasn't with us on this yeah, at this portion. Yeah. Salim was in there. He stayed the fuck home. Man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, he was smart <laughs> for that. And, and it's in all, all I know is we're in there and Salim, like, he's you know, how he does his like stone face shit. And the person's like, get the fuck out of here. And then I just remember at one point. They're like, I'll fucking kill you. And then, like, they started pulling guns out. We're literally, like, pulling guns out. Bowlers don't fuck around. The bowl, and, but, and also, I remember later on, like, people were saying where we were. And they're like, yo, you guys were going to get murdered and buried. Like, that, that, that place in Idaho is not a place where, like, people will really just kill you. It's, like, Damn. in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, so, it was scary. so sketchy. Bowlers are strapped up. Bro, I remember literally hopping Damn. in a van with... with no uh, security at that point? I, I don't think... We, I did, think we did, but, but like... 
We're not going to do gonna be a, a gunfight, a shootout no, over a fucking bowling lane. I don't no, know, bro. Like they were, it was like a whole bowling alley was like, we we're going to kill you. Oh, it was all, all the yeah, boys against you guys. They were like, like, it was like a little bowling click and they were like, oh, you fucking with us? We're all going to just get our guns and kill you. I'm not playing. Like they were like, we're going to kill you. And then we're running out. And I'm not kidding. Salim and Jay were like, we're in, we're jumping in the car and like we're head down trying to drive away and Adrian's driving. Damn. Like, dude, that, that is people, you wouldn't know it. Like, cause you'd only see what we saw on camera. And yeah. it was this bowling alley thing. And I think there was a clip somewhere, but that's fucking yeah. stressful. I remember I was like, what the fuck am I doing? <laughs> like, I'm not even going to lie. That was the time when well, I you was had like. You your filmer there. Yeah. Bro, we were like, what the fuck's happening? Has there ever been times when you personally want, were like, fuck, man, I just want to like as far, as pack far as, it in? As far as this content? No, just in general. Well, yeah, I was there. There was a time earlier I was talking when you went up to the bathroom when I was getting a lot of shit on the internet for like you know this kind of negative talk from someone just pewing some bullshit story just to make me look bad. And I remember for like two years after, I want to say a year after that, I was almost like because I kept seeing these same bullshit comments, people calling me a snake and all this shit. And I remember being like, man, fuck these people. Like I've been uh, for years prior to this, all I did was good and put good content and information and talked about my life, and people just flipped on me like that because they heard a story. And I remember being like really resentful to that where I was like, I don't even want to do this anymore. I got resentful to the, to the audience. And then a part of me just like, I just filmed videos just because I knew that I had to, but I didn't really want to. So I did kind of disconnect from it at a point. And then I kind of re-fell in love with it again. I would say like maybe two years fully after that point. And then I was like, fuck it. I'm just going to let it go. It's not fun when you're like about to post a video or you know you have to post a video and you're just like scared there's going to be a bunch of like negative comments oh, on bro. it yeah you know like that that's what like takes the fun out of it for me too is like you're kind of you're like scared to post yeah right? i felt that man that was that was a crazy time in my life for sure but it's all a, it's all learning like i said like people who just continue to thrive are the people who just continue to fucking do it and fucking find the way and they keep going they change direction too man like just in this setting, I wouldn't have as much to say about anything if I didn't go through all that stuff. Just like you wouldn't have as much to say, as much advice to give. Like life experience is the reason why at least even this content is most enjoyable for people listening. And like all that stuff that you went through, like the dynamic of building a company, like having it like change over time and having personalities and shift and like this person needing more of this, this person needing less of that. You learn from all that. So now you come in a position here. And it's so that's why I think this is so cool. Like this podcasting show is like perfect timing for, for this and for us. Because then you can give that information to the people watching because they're the ones in the next 10 years who might be the guy who gets on YouTube and blows up now. And they go, oh, they learn. Like, that was a crazy thing. Like, when I got on all this social shit, there was no, and, and you too, there was no, like, this is how you do it. No. There wasn't a, a fucking blueprint of, like, this is how you succeed and you can make money doing this. Like, we just kind of created it all. Yeah. So it's like, you're, you're like a fucking pioneer in this shit. And I love that idea because now it's like we get to sit in this position, just talk about these things and give insight that someone wouldn't be able to give or understand prior without actually being in it. So you have a lot to give because of all that shit. And you just kept moving. And I think that's just that's what life's all about, man. And whether it's this or whatever else you're doing, that's that's all it is. It's and crazy. that's why you've been successful. I know. We've been at it for a long time, right? It's fucking. Yeah. It's, it's crazy, crazy to it think back. Eight years, eight, nine years. Eight, nine years. Yeah. Fuck. I know. And the evolution. You look sick. back and you're just like, how? Like, <laughs> yeah, I do. The craziest thing is when I meet kids who, who are like 26 and they're like, I've been following you since I was like this age. I know. Cause I'm That's like, fuck. what the fuck? Like motherfuckers grew up watching me. That's the trippiest thing when they come to my gym and they tell me that shit. I'm like, what the hell? But it's a blessing. So like, I don't think people would give a fuck enough to come and listen to this podcast. If there wasn't some sort of value there, specifically e e these ones, right? The, the internal ones. Cause it's like, is really just storytelling. Yep. Yeah. Or going over stuff. So.
I love it, man. I love this shit. Me too. Uh, it's a little different one. What's that? The more serious internal pod. No, it's dope. I mean, it's necessary. Yeah, it's good. You need perspective. I don't think people don't 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 have enough of it sometimes. And they they you know the Bob stuff. Or they, they judge and they judge just from they just from what they know. If they don't have the perspective, how could they know differently? How can they judge differently? So it changed a lot of people's lives. Yeah, that's so. true. Mine straight that's up. Good. I think it was a good episode, right? Yeah. It's, it's good for people fun. to hear. Yeah. And yeah, I think uh, we leave. Maybe maybe we'll do the Nelk reunion one day That'd be when crazy. everyone's ready. Like one like, little like week trip, dude. Fuck. Mr. Menery invited or no? Dude, well, I mean, imagine we'll that would him. be crazy. I think, I think, I think me and Bob will be. I mean, you guys will be him, friends again. I promise you right now. Yeah, I mean, it's up to him. I, I could forgive him, but he'll get over it. You guys will be friends again. All right. So uh, next week is what? Abu Dhabi. And then Miami like after Abu Dhabi. We're still kind of we're still waiting to hear for sure. Yes. Right? Miami after Abu Dhabi. Oh, Can we still? We don't know for sure if we're going to Abu Dhabi though. Or can we just can we, be just be on standby? We boys. say Miami's gonna happen. Miami, we're gonna be in Miami after Abu Dhabi. What, what's we'll be out there for Halloween? What's in Miami? Will you dress um, up this year? You're fine. not a costume guy. I don't understand what's I wrong know, with you, bro. I know. I'm not a big what's up with that. I don't know. Uh, Gabe wants to get in here. Oh, you two are doing a costume, believe it or not. Gabe's trying to get in here. <laughs> like, fuck. Gabe, come sit down with your <laughs> no, your, no, 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 okay. no, okay. Right, well, that's how here. we end the shit then. It's done. Yeah. We're done. I think it's done. Great yeah. episode, fucking awesome. Yeah, thank you. Uh, Thanks to all the fans for fucking rocking with us. Yeah. Been, yeah. Uh, Thank you. Subscribe, all that good shit. Super it's grateful. Cool. Thank you. You guys on iTunes, Spotify, everything. Yeah. Everything. Run it up. Let's go. All right. Thank you guys.